The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast. And welcome on this last day of the week, this Friday, as we are finishing the week off together, looking forward to a great weekend and hope you've had a great week up to this point. Uh, Today, we're going to continue in our study through the book of Ephesians. So if you follow along, we're in the book of Ephesians. I'm going to be in verse number nine. I mentioned that I'm going to attempt in every one of these segments to talk about how this identity affects us entitled this. And and so I'm going to look at the next few verses under this premise that I am a citizen. Um, Citizenship is something that we all look at many in our church and many people that I know uh, would say they have a dual citizenship. Their citizens are striving to become citizens of our country. Uh, They're also come from other countries. Um, that in, and sometimes for a lot of reasons have left many from Ukraine in our church and, and Africa and different places and, and they would understand a little bit of what I'm talking about how they leave one place to go to another in some occasions um, hopefully for something better uh, freedoms or things of that nature and they're striving to gain a citizenship in this place because we understand that once you become a citizen you gain the rights and the privileges and obviously the responsibilities you got to pay taxes and all those things but the rights and privileges of being called a citizen of that country. And so we're going to see something very similar, although in this situation it's not necessarily citizens of a country. Uh, it's actually it's citizens of a kingdom. And that's what we're going to look at today, beginning in verse 9. Ephesians 1 verse 9, the Bible says this, "...having made known unto us the mystery of his will." according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself. So he's making known, he's going to explain through all of this, uh, that he has showed us the mystery of his will, the goal, the ultimate desire of his will. And then he says in verse 10, what is that? Verse 10, he says that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are in earth, even in him. Now there's a few opinions as to what this all together in one is. Some would say just the the Gentiles and Jews all together in church. The reason I, I'm not 100% in that is because he mentions in the verse both in heaven and on earth. Personally, I would lean towards the fact that to me the most simplistic answer to this verse is the answer that he is looking forward to the day of the millennial reign of Christ. He's looking forward one day to the fact that we will all come together. The Old Testament saints, New Testament saints, uh, those who've gone before us who are in heaven, who have died are in heaven, these angels, and all of that will be gathered one day together. The entire universe will work under one rule, and that is his kingdom. And that's why we talk about the idea of leaving one kingdom and going to another. We are citizens of that country. Then he also says, interesting, because he describes that his ultimate will as we work together. And we're looking forward to that. As a church, we're looking forward to that. We, we talk about kingdom living. We know that really doesn't come until Jesus comes back. And so when you reference it today, we're not in his kingdom right now. You can, some would say we kind of are not, not really. We're not in his kingdom. We want to live like it is. We want to live as God is our king and our leader. We want to live as we love others those those others in our church we love each other we support each other we come from different backgrounds but we're all a citizen we are technically citizens of the kingdom that is yet to come and most theologians would state that that kingdom is in a spiritual realm right now will become physical in the future Uh, but we're really looking forward to that kingdom so what is it how do we know we're there well he says that in verse 11 in whom also we have obtained an inheritance 
being predestined according to, predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. We have obtained an inheritance through our predestination, through um, being saved, joining the, becoming part of the church. That predestination has given us this inheritance. Salvation, becoming part of the church, has given us an inheritance. And that's where our our citizenship is. We've received an inheritance. So here's one of the premises to look at that I think is unique. To We really leave the city. We're, 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 you can almost say we're partial citizens. We're dual citizenship. We, we are still citizens of this world, but not really. See, when you get saved and as you grow in Christ, while we are physically and realistically citizens of, of America or citizens of your country or citizens of this world, and it is true, we should be participating in the things necessary. We should be a valuable citizen. We should be a um, profitable citizen. I hope you're involved in elections and things of that nature. I hope you're encouraging others around you, participating and helping those in need. I, I hope we're being good citizens. And I hope in that citizenship that we're helping, that we're helping others to understand that the answer to battles is not in politics, but in Jesus. And you can't ignore the politics, but that's not the answer that we need today. It's not debating more of that. So, when we look at all of this, we evaluate the citizenship. While we are a citizen of, of earth, reality is when we get saved, our allegiance and our citizenship changes. While I understand that there are things in this world that I must participate in, they don't overwhelm me because my real citizenship is now in heaven and ultimately in the ultimate new kingdom. I, I am part of God's kingdom. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a citizen of a different kingdom, which means obviously I have a different king. I have a different ruler, a different set of priorities. I have a different future. He says that this is ultimately his will, his goal, that we would all come together and everybody would be ruled by Jesus. And it's going to be an awesome, one, awesome day one day. The Bible tells us that every knee will bow and every tongue shall confess. That everybody, the people, and, and this may, you know, this could happen as early as seven, eight years from now. And you look at the idea that the people who are ruling and reigning and denying Christ will one day choose to bow down, recognizing who he is. This will come one day, which means peace and prosperity and, and unity and oneness and all of the fighting and anger and the peace that was promised when Jesus came to the earth as a baby will be seen in that day. That's what we look forward to. Now, we know it won't come until Jesus comes and establishes. And we know that, that before that, you've got the church is going to be taken in the rapture. There's going to be a seven-year tribulation period. And then at the end of that, he comes and establishes his kingdom. Uh, and so we look at all of that. That is to come. But can we, can we look at this and say that in this difference, we've been given a promise. We are a citizen of that, which means we have a hope. We have a promise of what's coming. And so we don't have to be consumed with the battles of the world. I think we need to be engaged. We must recognize the things of the world. But I don't necessarily think that we should be overwhelmed by the things of the world. God told us in the last day, perilous time shall come. So let's not be surprised or overwhelmed by the things of the world because one, this is not the end, but two, God is still in control, even though that's, we're looking forward to his kingdom. He is in control of this world at this time. He knows what's coming, and all of it's working for his perfect will. So when we think about this citizenship, we think about what it means. All the rights and privileges of being a citizen of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords of the new kingdom, it's coming. But he's still our Heavenly Father. He's still our Lord, and he is protecting us and preparing us one day for that wonderful time in his kingdom. 
Well, I appreciate again the opportunity you've given to me to be part of your day and your week. I encourage you, invite you to join us Sunday. We have two services on Sunday, our morning service at 10 o'clock and then our evening service at 5. We hope you'll join us. Hope if you can't make them in person, we'd love to have you in person as there are two separate services, two different messages, two different times of worship. But if for any reason you're unable to make it in person, we do live stream both of those. We hope they're a help to you. Both services, the morning service has a time that children have their own service. Both services are interpreted into the deaf if that would be a need. And we really hope that we can be an encouragement to you and be able to make it. If you can't make it, watch us online. Hope you join us then. Thanks again for joining us today on this Friday. We hope you have a great weekend and hope to see you again on Monday. God bless.